Let's go to Cape Town now. And Team MTN Quebec have been in training over the last couple of weeks, and they've had some wonderful initiatives happening as well. Today, they've been virtual riding. It's, it's strange things that are happening. Joined at the line by Team Principal Douglas Ryder. Douglas, first of all, congratulations on your World Tour license at last. Yeah. Oh, thanks very much, John. Amazing week that we've had, actually. <laughs> Let, let's talk about what you guys have been doing. Mark Cavendish has joined you. He's your new uh, new member of your team. I thought he would only join you next year, so it's, uh, it must be a little surprise to have him early. Well, I mean, you know, this year, this time of the year, we do 2016 goal setting, and, and, and we connect the riders together, and they bond and build relationships together, because mm-hmm. when the season starts, it's like a freight train that leaves the station, that picks up no passengers and never stops and turns mm-hmm. around, so... You know, they might only see each other again February, March, April. depends on their race program. So it's nice to get, get the team together. Of course, all of our new riders, Mark Renshaw, Bernie Heisel, Cavendish, you know, Nathan Haas, etc. these guys, they're all racing in their current Pro Tour team kit because, you know, they're still under contract till the end of the year and they'll only come into Team Dimension Data kit in, in, in January. So, yeah, it's nice to have the guys together, nice to talk to them, nice to see them, and uh, just, you know, to do the bonding and building the team for next year. Does it help now that you're, you're not relying on wild cards anymore? You know what your schedule is next year. Yeah, that's a massive help. I mean, the lobbying that we've done over the last few years to get into these races is tiring, and it's hard. And, I mean, we've built amazing relationships with, with race organizers around the world, and we've become quite an aspirational team to have in revenge because we... You know, the guys race aggressively. They're always giving their best and, and, uh, and always performing at a high level, which has just been incredible. I mean, we were at the end of this season and the number one second division team in the world. Yeah. Now to become a world tour team is just incredible. And we can, we know what, what races we're doing. 150 race days in the world tour is incredible. So we know we're going to be doing the Giro d'Italia, the Tour de France, the Vuelta España, you know, you know, Tour of Amman, Tour of Qatar, Paris Nice. Tour down under, like mm-hmm. and everything in between. I mean, it's just, <laughs> and then we can plan with riders. It gives our African riders more opportunity. We can bring many more African riders into Grand Tours, and mm-hmm. so that they can grow as cyclists. Yeah, it's massively impactful in terms of the program and uh, and our logistics and organisation. You know, to have a, a world tour license for sure. That, that's the one question I have to ask you. You've brought in these internationals, which are great, and it's great for South African cycling because you're still a South African team. But will the South African riders still have a chance, and the African riders especially? Well, you know, Louis Mankey's left our team because he wanted to be in a first division team. For us to be <laughs> able to attract the best young talent into our team and the best African talent, you know, you want to be in the first division of of any sport. I mean, when you're a, when you're a child and you and you think about being the best in your game. You know, in cycling, you want to ride the Tour de France, but you also want to be in the first division, which, which gives you more opportunities and guaranteed opportunities to have that, op- that chance to get into those races. So, so now that we're a world division, a world tour team in the first division, you know, we're hoping to still retain and attract the best African talent to our team. But on top of that, we're going to be bringing in a, you know, a, a development team that's going to be also a UCR team, so a division three team right. that will be spending six to seven months in our, our European headquarters and base in Italy. So we're going to build and, and bridge another, you know, eight to ten riders from the African continent to try and, you know, into Europe to, to race more. So we're actually going to be having 22 or 23 riders from the African continent that will be racing in Europe next year. That is significant. That's much more than we've had today. Mm. So we're doing more, not less. And the Quebecer charity, when you move to Dimension Data, does that stay, everything remain the same? Absolutely. Team Dimension Data Racing for Quebec, that's what we're about. You know, we, you're still, when we launched the kit in January, you'll still, you know, see the significance of the, of the Quebec logo on the jersey and, uh, and it's something that is fundament, fundamental to this team's 
DNA and uh, and absolutely will not change in any way. Doug, how do you go, how do you manage all this? Is it is it you sit back and go, well, okay, I've reached the pinnacle now. I'm going to hand this over to people, or are you still on the ground? No, I, you know, I'm incredibly involved in the strategy and in and in looking after our partners and getting partners involved and you know and looking after the sustainability of this team. So you know, it's my it's, I guess it's my passion, and we have lots of of, of course staff that are incredibly passionate about this team and. And, and focus on its future and its direction. But I mean, I'm you know, I'm very, very, very involved, and I will continue to do so. Our partners, Dimension Data, Deloitte, and Deloitte Consulting, and you know, that have joined our team, you know, are doing it because you know they want me still involved, and they want me to to still drive this, this team forward. And and I'm I'm not in the team to sell it. Mm. You know, I'm here to you know to 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 really make a big difference and a big impact in cycling. And, and hopefully, in in the next you know two to three years, four years, we might be an African rider on the on the podium of a grand tour and wouldn't that just be incredible sure, I'm seeing it this year already Doug but just don't tell anybody <laughs> uh, just quickly local cycling is struggling local road cycling is struggling a little bit and uh, I'm not blaming you or anything but the, 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 obviously not but the, there are a lot of sponsors are pulling out it is must be worrying for you as well that, that local road cycling because that's your talent pool no it's hugely concerning and we were really hoping that our participation in the Tour de France this year will shush with the with the incredible South African riders that you know that rode in our team and Louis Mackey the tenth place in the world so that that we were really hoping that it would drive more of corporate South Africa to invest in road cycling and in teams to develop that talent. You know, it's, it's fundamental to our future and our success. I mean we I built this team to be to be an African team and to look after you know, South African riders and, and riders from outside of South Africa across the African continent. So, for the, you know, to see that the road scene in South Africa is, is, is struggling to find partners to, you know, to support local road riders and, and you know, give them professional contacts is, is really concerning for us because that is that is the pipeline that that, uh, that will fuel and fill our team into the future. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, that, that there will be a resurgence of, of uh, corporate interest in, in local South African cycling. Okay, how long? How much longer are you in Cape Town, and can people still go along on fun rides with you? I can't imagine you're you're doing that many fun rides. We've been here for eight days. A lot of people have joined the team and, and, and rides, and uh, we've had many corporate rides with Dimension Data, and we had a breakfast with Deloitte with the team, which is fantastic. So, lots of opportunities to be a part of the team. Tomorrow is a nice ride from eleven o'clock from the from the Cullinan Hotel in, in the city city of Cape Town, which where we where we based at the moment. So, you know, if people want to come by and meet the team and ride with them. By all means, tomorrow is the last day because they all go back to their homes on Monday. Right, maybe I'll get in an airplane. Thanks very much. Douglas Ryder, team principal <laughs> of MTU Quebec, joining us live on the line from Cape Town. Great news for South African cycling. And as Doug was saying, it's just sad that it hasn't worked, distilled its way down to South Africa yet. We need sponsors. And you can see what the sponsorship happens and how sponsorship happens in sport. And if you do well and you win, suddenly you're on the radio and you're on the TV and you're on the Internet and social media and you get coverage. I know that there was a women's cycling team that came to South Africa for the uh, for the big race around Johannesburg. And they got massively covered. And uh, oh, it was the Live Planteur team. That's right. And they got massively covered, not just on the mass, on the, on, and we did an interview with them last week as well. And it just seems to make sense and everybody you look it up and you see what is Liv Planter so there we go Ashley Mulman Passio is also doing things internationally as well but she had to start here and that anyway that's cycling it's my it's my sport so maybe I'm a little bit more passionate about that